Come down therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee. And this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers have sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Now Moses be saying, Yanko Pon say, Semiko is right for enchain, Eko Katra one say, Wejanum Yanko Pon Asma Mimon chain. Now will be Sammy say, Nidi and a singer, a sem bain a man can travel. Verse 14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now please come with me to Jeremiah chapter 29. The verse 11. Jeremiah chapter 29. The verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Save the Lord. Thoughts of peace. And not of evil. To give you an expected end. May the Lord add his blessing upon the reading of his word and the house shall see. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God was speaking to Jeremiah and to the children of Israel and he said, I know the thoughts or the plans that I think or have toward you. There are thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. To give you hope. To give you a good future. Now, there is something I want you to understand. If you are a child of God. If you have accepted Jesus. As your Lord and personal Savior. Then I want you to know that God has plans for you. Hallelujah. Amen. God has a good future for you. It doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter your present. God can still give you a good future. It doesn't 
matter the mistakes you have done in the past. It doesn't matter the mistakes you have done today. As long as you are a child of God, he has the power to give you a a good future. It doesn't matter your educational background. It doesn't matter your age. God can still give you a very good future. And I declare upon your life, may the Lord give you a good future. May the Lord cause your future to become bright. May the Lord cause your future to become glorious. Maybe today you are a nobody. But there is a God in heaven who has power to change things. He has power over the past. He has power in the present. He has power in the future. He can change your future and give you a very good future. Future. So no matter your level now, no matter your state now, may the Lord give you a good future. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We read about Moses. Now, when you read the story of Moses, from Exodus chapter 1. You see that Moses started life as a prince of Egypt. He was regarded as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Moses was raised in the palace of Pharaoh as one of the princes in the palace. So Moses was like Prince Charles. And everybody knew that Moses will have a very good future. No, Because he was a man of influence and affluence. He was very well educated. Money was not a problem. Hallelujah. Amen. But something happened in the life of Moses. Moses made a mistake. Moses killed a certain man. He killed an Egyptian. And he became a murderer. And because of that, Pharaoh wanted to kill him. And Moses ran away from Egypt to the land of Midian. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, Bible makes us understand that when Moses went to Midian, Moses now had to do a job which in Egypt it was considered as an abomination. He became a shepherd. And the Bible says shepherds are an abomination to the 
Egyptians. In Genesis 46. The verse 33 and 34. Look at what Joseph told his brothers when they came to Egypt. And it shall come to pass when Pharaoh shall call you and shall say, What is your occupation? That ye shall say, Thy servants' trade have been about cattle. From our youth, even until now. Both we and also our fathers. That ye may dwell in the land of Goshen. For every Egyptian is an abomination unto the... For every shepherd is an abomination... Unto the Egyptians. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Egyptians, one of the jobs that they don't regard at all, one of the jobs that they don't like at all, is to become a shepherd. Hallelujah. Amen. Moses went from a prince to the lowest level. Becoming a shepherd. Moses, if we will be a, why am I upon my echo? Echo year be echo form cross. Okay, you go and refer. And he had to start life from there. Now, I want to know so sabra basifu. Now, Bible spoke about Moses and gave us certain things about the life of Moses. Trust him, no echo suffer Moses. When our mind near my hood will be a na a woman Moses Abraham. And the first thing I want us to learn about Moses is that. Moses was a man that thought about others and he tried to help others and serve others. When Moses entered into Midian, the first thing he did was to help others and serve them. You want to welcome our papa, the apostle Moses. You are welcome, man of God. Hallelujah. And I'm speaking about Moses. And Moses has come into the house. Wow. Moses from where? From Laowe. <laughs> or from Atukai. <laughs> Moses was a man that talked about others. No more say you'll be our general for fro. And help others. No more for fro. In Exodus chapter 2. And one more say you'll be a tossimian. From the verse 15. A friend to Chemu, a do, a no more. Now, when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to slay Moses. A brown Moses at Pharaoh's way, no more per se. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian and he sat down by a well. Verse 16. Now the priest of Midian has seven daughters. And they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. 
na na wata eba ebesa ensuo e de she suka no mu e ma ne won papa nwan enom and the shepherds came and drove them away na nwan fo hwefo obi ba e be pamu won but moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock and moses sorry and our boa won na won ma won mo no ensuo no moses got to the land of midian ebra moses drew midian sasu there were some ladies that had come to the well to water their flock. And there were others who were opposing them and stopping them. Moses could have started and said, it's not my matter. But Moses didn't do that. Moses went in to help them. And Moses served them. He fetched water to water their flock. So you will see that Moses was a man who was thinking about the welfare of others. And he was ready to serve others. There's something I want us to learn. If God is to give you something, God gives you a gift. God gives you a talent. God gives you an ability. If God gives you money or God puts you in a high position and gives you influence, use it to help others. Hallelujah. Amen. Think about others. You see, many of us are very selfish. We think only about ourselves. Every time we want to get more. And that is one of the problems of the leadership in Africa. Our leaders always want more. And that is why corruption is in the increase. One person can collect money, millions of dollars, millions of cities, and pack in the house. So much money you can't even chop. And yet we will keep it and will not help others. But let me tell you something. God is going to bless you. Oh, I didn't hear your amen to that. Amen. I didn't hear your amen to that. God will bless you. And God will promote you. Those who are standing, maybe so in your life. Those of you, when they are doing church with you, it's not sweet. That one has to let the church be sweet. God will bless you. God will promote you. God will make you great. But you see, when God lifts you up, think about others. Help others. It's very important. Please be seated. When you listen to this very carefully, are you listening? Tell the one as you listen to this very carefully. Ask the person, are you listening? When you do for others what they cannot do for themselves, God will do for you 
what you can do for yourself. Amen. Because Moses helped others. He was invited to the house. And he had a place to stay. Hallelujah. Amen. When you do for others, what they cannot do for themselves, God will also do for you. What you can do for yourself. As you help others, may the Lord help you also. As you do for others, what they can do for themselves, may the Lord do for you what you cannot do for yourself. As you turn yourself into an helper, a destiny helper for others. May God also raise destiny helpers for you. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. So the first thing we learn about Moses is that Moses was a man who thought about others and loved to help others. The second thing I want us to learn about Moses is that Moses was a very humble man. Praise the name of the Lord. Moses was a prince. A very high level person. And when Moses went to Midian, he was ready to start from the lowest level. Some of us are very proud. And we think of ourselves too highly than we ought to. And we think certain jobs and certain things are below our standard. And that is why there are many people who do no work in God's house. Because they see themselves too high. And they think certain works in the house of God is below their standard. But you see, you must see yourself as a servant of God. If you see yourself as a servant, a servant is ready to do any work in the house. When the master says, go and wash my car, he wash the car. Master says, go and sweep, he will sweep. Master says, go and bath the dog, he will bath the dog. Master says, go and clean the dog's toilet, he will go and clean it. Why? Because he is a servant. When you see yourself as a servant of God, you will not feel shy or too high to do any work in the house of God. I have said this over and over. Every one of us must do work in God's house. You must belong to a department where you are rendering work unto the Lord. And I said, if you don't have any department, join the prayer warriors. And prayer warriors meet Wednesday and Saturdays 4 to 6. You are not in the choir. You know, some of us, we can sing. But we are not in the choir. We think that singing in the choir now is below our standard. Do you know that when you go to the Orthodox churches, you will see our grandmas in the choir. 
Wunim say, Woko orthodox asafunumwa yen nananom and akoto sawabo. But when you come to the charismatic churches, immediately a lady marries and gives birth, she's above kwa. Sawumba charismatic dear nipan wenya wareno wa wope wabro kwasu. It's interesting that in our choir, only Mrs. Atino and um, Philip are people who are children and they are in the choir. Yeah. I am, I am waiting for Lisa to have children. I'm waiting for Lisa to have children and see whether she will still be in the choir. Because many people who are in the choir, now they have given birth. Denise was in the choir. Now she has given birth. She's no more in the choir. Agi was in the choir. She's giving birth. She's no more in the choir. There are people who are also adults who can sing. But they think they are too big. They cannot be in the choir. Until you can sing, she's not in the choir. Until I don't cross you on the way. Until you can sing. Look, when I think I singing like that, my anointing comes. Hey, you see, let me tell you something. As long as we are alive, every opportunity you get, work for the Lord. It's very important because there is a blessing attached to it. So Moses was a humble person. He was ready to start from the lowest. A shepherd is an abomination. But Moses was ready to be a shepherd. Look, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how low you start life. And With God on your side. You can reach the top. I said you can reach the top. It doesn't matter how low you are today. With God on your side. You can still reach the top. May the Lord enable you to reach the top. In the name of Jesus. Amen. No matter your level today, may the Lord enable you to reach the top. One day, may people see you. People who know you today, people who know your past, may they see you in the future and may they be surprised. Hallelujah. Amen. So it doesn't matter how low you start. Be humble and start somewhere. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe you are a graduate, you are not getting a job. And the job you get started. Hallelujah. Amen. It's about my and you don't have anything. I told you the other time we came to church. They were giving offering. There was a lady sitting down. They called 200, she didn't give. They called 100, she couldn't give. They called 50, she didn't give. 50, 20, 10. They called 5. Then there was another lady sitting beside her. 
And the lady gave her five CDs. And five CDs. To go and give the offering. And she said no. They said why? She said five CDs is below my standard. If I'm to give, I should give from 50 gold. But they mentioned 50. You didn't have. They mentioned 20. You didn't have. They mentioned 10. You didn't have. They mentioned 5. Even that you didn't have, somebody gave it to you. And you say it's below your standard. What is your standard? Your standard is zero. What's your standard? If you think your standard is 50, when they mention the 50, why didn't you get up? And you see, sometimes when we are come to fundraise, people behave like that. They will mention 50, they won't get up. They will mention 20, they will not get up. They mention 10. Then they say it's below my level. What is your level? It means that you are overestimating yourself. What you can give is your level. And that is how many people run away from farmers. You know why? They are proud. Hallelujah. Because if they come to fundraising, they will mention, they will mention me one CD. So if you are, you mean you don't have even one CD. You are proud. You, you, your level is not 50. Your level is one CD. And you are proud of it. Next year, next year, when we are fundraising, not those who don't come, they are proud people. Those who are proud people. They are proud people. They think their level is high. But they have no level. If your level is high, come and show your level. Hallelujah. So let us be ready to start from the lowest. And then the Lord will bless us. Moses was not shy to start from the lowest as a shepherd. And you know what? For 40 years, Moses was working as a shepherd. 40 years, he was doing his work. Everybody concluded and Moses himself concluded that this is his life. This is his future. His future is a shepherd. The Bible says one day something happened. As Moses was taking care of the flock, he took the flock to the backside of the desert. And Moses had a supernatural encounter. God visited Moses. Hallelujah. Amen. May the Lord visit you also. Amen. I am praying for you. May the Lord visit you also. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, may the Lord locate you. May the Lord visit you. 
And may the Lord change your life. Say, oh Lord, visit me in the ashore and change my life. If you said it, maybe so in your life. Please be seated. Moses had an encounter. You see, one encounter with God can change your life forever. Just one encounter. That is why you must go to church all the time. Because see, as we go to church, continuously, one day, you might have an encounter that will change your life. Amen. Moses have been taking care of the flock all the time. 40 years. But one day, he was doing the same job. But that day, his life changed. May your day come. I said, may your day come. Amen. And at that time, Moses was 80 years old. 80 years. And God appeared to Moses. And God said, Moses, I am changing your level. I am changing your position. I am changing your status. I am taking you to a new level. Look, there is somebody here. God is going to take you to a new level. God will change your position. God will change your level. God will change your status. May you receive that grace. May you receive that grace. In the name of Jesus. Moses was 80 years. You know what it means? It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your age. As long as God comes in, it is possible for your life to change. It is possible for you to have a good future. It doesn't matter your age. Maybe you might say, but me, I don't have a good education. But me, I'm not from a great family. But me, I have nothing. I don't even have a job. And I'm growing. It doesn't matter. When God visits you, when the Lord visits you, your life will change. If God chose Moses at the age of 80 and God changed his level and God started a new thing with him. How old are you? Are you older than Moses? Are you older than Moses? Are you older than Moses? If the Lord did it for Moses at the age of 80, I don't know your age, but the Lord can do it for you. The Lord can change your future. The Lord can change your story. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You see, God changed the status and level of Moses from being a shepherd to becoming a leader of Israel to becoming a miracle worker. At the age of 80, God called Moses and gave him a new assignment. Hallelujah! Amen. 
You see, when we look at us as human beings, if we judge by human logic and by human mind, we will say, it's not possible. The man has entered retirement and he has retired in the retirement. How many of us will employ, if you have a job, you would employ an 80-year-old man? You might have to say, God, look, look for a young person. A young boy, a young girl. But God says no. I am choosing 80 years. Because I want you to know what is impossible to men. With God, it is possible. Look, let me tell you something. Whatever they think you can never become. Whatever level they think you can never become. God will shock your enemies. I said, as you serve God, the Lord will visit you. The Lord will change your level. The Lord will shock your enemies. They will be surprised. Some, some people think this is your life. They think there is no future for you. They think that where you are, that's where you will be. You will become a nobody. But there is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven who changes lives. He changes lives. Amen. He changes destinies. When they say it's too late, God comes in and shows that with God, it is never too late. It's not too late for you. It is not too late for you. Hallelujah. Amen. I said it doesn't matter your educational background. It doesn't matter your finances. It doesn't matter your position. It doesn't matter your age. God is about to visit you. The Lord is about to visit you. It doesn't matter whether you are old or you are young. When God visits you, when God visits you, you will change your life. May the Lord change your life. May the Lord change your life. May the Lord change your life. Amen. He has done it before. He can do it again. He did it for Moses. He can do it for you too. You might not think it's possible. When the Lord called Moses, I said, Moses, I am sending you to Egypt to bring my people out. Moses said, hey, who am I? What is my qualification? How can I go to Egypt and bring the people out? But God said to him, Moses, I will be with you. And because I will be with you, the impossible will become possible. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know what your vision is. I don't know what you want to become in the future. But with God on your side, with God on your side, it is possible. Your dreams, 
are possible. Your vision is possible. Your imagination is possible. The Bible says that unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we think. He can do it. He can change your story. Very soon you'll be giving your testimony. People will hear your testimony. And you tell them I was a nobody. But today, come and see you. Come and see. Come and see you. Come and see. Come and see what the Lord has done. 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 I said, come and see, oh, come and see. Come and see, oh, come and see. Come and see what the Lord has done. Come and see what the Lord has done. Come and see what the Lord has done. I have a very big God, always by my side. A very big God, by my side. I have a very big God, always by my side. A very big God, by my side. I have a very big God, always by my side. A very big God, by my side. By my side, by my side. He's a very big God. He's always by my side. Very big God. By my side, by my side. He's a very big God. He's always by my side. A very big God. By my side, by my side. It doesn't matter your age. And for who the womb fear. Amen. It doesn't matter your educational background. And for who the sin you walk with school edru. The Lord that we serve, He can always change your life. He can always change your life. And there's something I want you to understand. When God visits you, and God leads you to a new level, and gives you a new assignment, God will give you the strength. And God will give you the enablement for you to carry out that assignment. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are sick, God has the power to heal you Amen. and give you the good health Amen. that you will need Amen. to carry out that assignment. Amen. So, don't think about your age. Don't think about your health status. And you might say that now it is too late for me. Nothing good can come out of my life. We have a God. Who changes lives? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. Eighty-year-old man. And God changes life. God can change your life also. I said God can change your life also. 
Amen. Don't be discouraged by what humans are saying. And don't use human standards to judge our God. Don't think that what men cannot do, our God cannot do. Because our God can do all things. The impossible is possible unto him. He created all things. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. And Moses asked God, What is your name? Say If I come to the children of Israel, and I tell them that the God of your fathers have sent me unto you. And they asked me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Exodus of the three. Verse 13 and 14. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers have sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Verse 14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thou shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me unto you. I am. God's name is I am. God's name is what I was. God's name is what I will be. God's name is I am. He is current. He is current. He is current. You see, some people think that God and his work was relevant in the past. But now, in our modern day, they think God and the word of God is so relevant. But I want them to understand the name of our God is not I was. It's not I will be. His name is I am. He's present. Hallelujah. Amen. Come with me to Psalm 46. Present God. Psalm 46. From verse 1. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. A very present help in trouble. It's not our help in the past. It's not a helper that will show up in the future. Bible says that at any time when you need help, God is a present help. God is a refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Verse 2. Therefore will not we fear. Look, my brother, my sister. Don't be afraid. 
as long as the Lord is your God. As long as I am is your God. Your help will come at the right time. Your help will not delay. Your help will not delay. Your help will come at the right time. Therefore, would not we fear. Though the earth be removed. And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled. Though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Selah. Verse 5. God is in the midst of her. God is in the midst of her. God is in your midst. God is with you. Wherever you are. God is with you. At your workplace. God is with you. At your school. God is with you. In your house. God is with you. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that's right early. Your help will come early. I said your help will come early. Your help will not delay. Because God is a very present help. His name is I am. His name is I am. Very current. Very current. It's always around. It means that it doesn't change. It's the same. What he does, he can do. What he has done, he can do again. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Look, God will help you. You didn't say amen to that. I said the Lord will help you. If you can trust in the Lord, he will help you. Because his name is I am. The very present help. Friday, when we went to Tari Atekwa, the man of God who preached shared an interesting testimony. Which said a certain lady in their church Shared. This woman was a trader. And the husband became sick, very sick. And they took the husband to the hospital. And then they asked them to do plenty tests. You know, sometimes when you go to the hospital, it looks like the doctors. They just want to spend your money. When do urine test? When do blood test? When do ECG? When do scan? When do this? When buy this drug? No, 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 this drug is so good. Buy another drug. This woman, because of the state of the husband, all their money got finished. She put her trading money into taking care of the husband and all her trading money was finished. 
She started borrowing money from friends and neighbors around, and now she became a debtor. Somebody was owing so many people. And one day they told her that very soon they'll be discharging the husband. They had no money. They were owing. Then one Sunday morning when she got up, she was looking through, when she was going to church, she was looking through her, her husband's Bible and she saw an envelope. And behind the envelope, the husband has written his tithe. She opened the envelope, there was money inside. That was the husband's tithe. If you are that woman, you are owing. You need money. There is money in an envelope. Would you use it? So, would you take it for its purpose? Hallelujah. Amen. Some of us, even when we are not owing, we will pay. How much more we are owing? But she decided. She said, this is God's money. I will not steal God's money. I will not use God's money. She took the envelope. She went to the church. She paid the husband's tithe. Now she came back, she was thinking. What are we going to do? Monday morning, she went to the hospital. And the nurses told her, that your husband has been discharged. And she said, I have no money to pay the bills. And the nurses told her, don't worry. Yesterday, a certain man came to the hospital and he has paid all your husband's bills. He said, when the man came, your husband was asleep. So the man said, don't call him. I will go to the house later. How much is the bill? And the man paid all the bill. Then the man left an envelope. He said, when the wife comes, give this envelope to her and let her use it. So, the husband's bill has been paid. She didn't know who paid it. The person who didn't call her. Then she took the husband home. She was in a hurry to get home to look into the envelope to see what is inside. When she opened the envelope, the man has left enough money all she was owing, she was able to pay all of them. And then she had extra which she put into a trading. God will help you. May the Lord help you also. May the Lord help you also. 
And she says, up to now, they don't know who paid the money. They don't know who brought the money. And they believe that the person was an angel that God sent to help them. God will send an angel and his angels will help you. Anytime you need help, may the Lord send his angel. May the Lord send his angels. May the Lord send his angels. And may they be your help. May you never be without help. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. A very present help in time of trouble. The Lord is in the midst of her. The Lord will help her right early. My help will not delay. My helper, my helper. My helper, my helper, there is something that makes me come into your presence. My helper, there is something that makes me come into your presence. My oh, there is something that makes me. My helper, my helper, my helper, my helper. I said, My helper, my helper, my helper, my helper. Hallelujah, there is something that makes me I said there is something that makes me come into your presence. My He's my helper. My helper. He's my helper. My helper. He's my helper. My helper. He's my helper. Let's be coming to your presence. When you serve God, when you serve God, with all your heart, it will help you. Amen. It will help you. He will promote you. He will make you great. You cannot serve God and end up in shame. You cannot serve God and end up in shame. You cannot serve God and end up in shame. You know, when I was coming up as a young boy, in the area I grew up in my house, Many of my friends were not going to church. And when you call them that let's go to church, they feel that you are troubling them. They were drinking, smoking, chasing girls, and they felt that that was a good life. But 
Some of us decided to serve the Lord. Now, so you be boy, to go to right. church and serve the Lord. And today, Nene. many of my friends, many of them are dead. And many of them, they are still struggling in life. But somehow, the Lord has helped me. We grew up in the same area. We all went to school. But God has helped me. And has brought me this far. So I can say that there is something that makes me come to church. There is something why I come to church all the time and serve God all the time because as I serve the Lord he shows himself as my helper. And the Lord has helped me this far. And when I look at my life and talk that look at my friends I thank God for my life and I realize that it was not a mistake serving God. Look, let me tell you, serving God is not a mistake. For you to serve God, for you to serve God, has great benefits. I'm telling you. Amen. That's what I can tell you. It doesn't matter your level. It doesn't matter your past. If you will decide to serve God, it will change your life. Where there is no way God can make a way for you. I'm telling you, where there is no way, He can make a way for you. Where you are not qualified, He can qualify you. God can direct somebody and come and take your hand and put you into a job. Or take your hand and take you outside the country. Amen. 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 He can do all things. And I thank God for my life. And I've made up my mind. I will serve God. All the days of my life. Because he has shown himself. As my helper. Would you serve God also? Would you serve the Lord? This way the month of a new level. If you will serve God. He will lift you to a new level. He will change your life. He will give you a testimony. I'm waiting for your testimony. Because your testimony will come. God will change your life. The Lord bless you. In Jesus name. Put your hands on your chest. I want you to pray and talk to God. Tell the Lord. That you want to serve him. He should give you the strength and ability to serve him. And he should change your life. Change your life totally. Change your life totally. Tell the Lord you want to serve him. He should give you the strength to serve him. And change your life totally. When you talk to him, he will listen. He will do it for you. Just talk to God. Hallelujah. Whatever you said to God, may the Lord grant your your prayer. May he answer your prayer and grant your request in Jesus. We have closed.
If you are here, you haven't given your life to Jesus. You know that you are not born again. You know that if you die today, you're not going to heaven. But you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus? Lift your right hand and stand up so I can pray with you. You don't know when you are going to die. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late. You want to give your life to Jesus? Stand up on your feet, lift your right hand. Let me pray with you. If you are watching us on Facebook or YouTube, and you want to give your life to Jesus, then lift your right hand and pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I accept you today as my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you died at Calvary for my sins. I believe that you rose again from the dead. I believe that you are alive forevermore. Lord Jesus, forgive me all my sins. Wash me in your precious blood that flowed at Calvary. Write my name in the book of life and fill me with your Holy Spirit. From today, I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today in Jesus' name. If you said this prayer, I believe you are born again. If you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, find a Bible believing church and attend. If you want to join our church, we are United Christian Ministries International. We have branches all over Accra and beyond. But we are coming to you now from our Dansoman branch, which is close to the Dansoman Malcolm. If you come, we shall receive it in hand. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Amen.